It is Saints Hate Week here at Falcons today, and our Saints channel challenged us to a subscriber battle this week. I not only want to beat the Saints on Sunday, I want to beat them on any day that ends in a Y, including this sub race. So if you hate the Saints, help us beat them in subscribers this week by clicking on that sub button. Arthur Smith has announced the team's starting quarterback moving forward, and not a big surprise in my opinion. Desmond Ritter is going to get the nod. Arthur Smith said this is not a week-to-week -week thing. Desmond Ritter is the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season, so barring an injury or barring just awful quarterback play, this is not going to be a trial and error one week at a time like it kind of was with Heineke for the last two weeks. Ritter gets the starting job back. I guess it's kind of a good thing because I feel like the offense was better with Desmond Ritter, although it's kind of an embarrassing clown show to take two weeks in the middle of the season to realize, yeah, Desmond Ritter is the better quarterback between him and Heineke. That's what preseason sort of all about, right? Figuring out your depth chart. But ultimately, Atlanta needed to have those two games with Heineke to decide who their starting quarterback is, and it is Desmond Ritter. And honestly, I think Desmond Ritter gives you the best chance of winning. Is Desmond Ritter the QB of the future in my eyes? No, he is not. Is Desmond Ritter the best quarterback on this roster? Yes, he is. We have seen through two starts and two and a half games of the Taylor Heineke experience that my prediction of he is the next Ryan Fitzmagic is unfortunately not turning out to be very accurate because Taylor Heineke compared to Desmond Ritter, it's not much of a competition. Like the only thing Heineke has over Ritter is the turnovers. And that's a major factor. Like that has to carry a lot of weight when deciding who the starting quarterback should be. But ultimately, this offense just moved the ball down the field much better with Ritter. The passing game was better. The vertical threat was there with Ritter. And with Heineke, sure, three touchdowns to one interception on paper looked nice. But the guy had 55 yards by the time he went down in the Cardinals game. This offense just lacked a burst with him under center. So I like the move with Ritter coming back. Now, Desmond Ritter has had an up-and-down season. If we want to cherry-pick stats, there are some good moments, believe it or not. I know that your casual will just go, Ritter sucks. And yeah, Ritter has kind of sucked for a lot of portions of this season, including you know red zone trips, especially in, down in Tampa. But stats, one, weeks one through seven, 65% completion percentage. 232 yards per game. I mean, he had a stretch there when he was averaging nearly 300 yards a game. Nine total touchdowns, four game-winning drives. Desmond Ritter in the fourth quarter this year, just going off the numbers, is statistically one of the best fourth-quarter comebacks in football, one of the fourth-quarter quarterbacks in football, completing 67.5% of his passes, 691 yards, two total touchdowns, and a rating of 95 on the dot. I mean, we saw it in the Cardinals game when he had an option play and he wanted to hold on to the ball, right? Coaches are always looking for guys who want to take the last shot, who trust themselves and want to have the ball in their hands at the end of the game and aren't scared and aren't going to panic. And Desmond Ritter in the fourth quarter has shown us that he is not afraid and he is not going to panic, and he wants to be the guy with the ball at the end of the game. We just got to convince him that all quarters are fourth quarters because the start is just not what we want to see from number nine. Hopefully that benching scares the turnovers out of Ritter, makes him really think about how this job is not something to take for granted and how quickly you can lose a starting job in the National Football League. We'll see coming out of the bye if he is better with the football. But again, if you just go box score hunting, Desmond Ritter, 13 turnovers. He sucks. 
I get it. I, I can understand where you're coming from. But if you watch this team and you watch Ritter, you go, that's a quarterback who makes some really good throws, actually, right? Who's got good velocity on his passes and has good downfield accuracy. If Desmond Ritter simply just held on to the football, I mean, if Desmond Ritter does not have three red zone turnovers in Tampa Bay and those drives result in touchdowns, I mean, the points go way up, the turnovers go down, and we're having a completely different conversation. But unfortunately, turnovers are plaguing him. And if he can't figure it out, I think Ritter's just going to be a nice dude who catches a, a good job as a backup quarterback in this league for a long time. But his role as a starting quarterback is quickly evaporating if he cannot figure out how to protect the football. If that means going home and just watching Friday Night Lights and watching Tim Riggins' dad or stepdad or um, brother, that is just the most bizarre relationship, by the way, whatever that was. And Tim Riggins was not a sophomore that first year of Friday Night Lights. But anyway, having him just duct tape the football to his hands, if that's what Ritter needs to do, get it done, Des. But you be the coach. Should the Falcons go back to Ritter? Is this a good decision or a bad decision to go back to number nine? Let me know yes or no down in the comment section. Now let's switch gears here and let's talk about the latest injury updates and news after the bye week as the Falcons have a bonus practice today, returning from the bye and practicing on Monday. So we'll round up all the injury news coming out of Flowery Branch. But really quickly, a shout out to our great sponsor, Prize Picks. Now, thanks to Prize Picks, I've had some of the most fun watching football and winning up to 25 times my money this season. All you do is just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. So for tonight's Monday Night Football matchup, here's who I am rolling with. I'm taking the more on Isaiah Pacheco's rushing yards, a pretty low number for a starting running back of 48 and a half. I also like the more on Sky Moore partially because of the name, but also 18 and a half receiving yards with Patrick Mahomes. We just need one big play. And then the Kelsey Bowl, Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey combined for half a touchdown. We're going to lean on Travis here, but I'll take them more. So go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. The link for that is in the comments and description of today's video. We all know there can be some absolute stinkers of primetime matchups. Thankfully, not this one, but stay locked in with prize picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Some injury updates here. David Onyemata and D. Alford both returned to practice today, so that's great to see. I thought Clark Phillips did a good job filling in for Alford. Meanwhile, Onyemata was sorely missed on the defensive line. Taylor Heineke, that hamstring injury that took him out of the Cardinals game, that kept him out of practice today. And Matt Collins, who is dealing with an ankle injury, also missed some time today as well. Now, Atlanta's defense, let's zero in on it. Because without David Onyemata and Grady Jarrett, it has really gone downhill. I mean, look at what the numbers Atlanta posted the first seven weeks of the season. 19 points allowed, six takeaways, and a 4-3 and three team record. Meanwhile, ever since Grady Jarrett and David Onyemata went down, they have given up 28 points per game. I mean, the Falcons have given up 25-plus points three straight games. They had not given up 25 points total in the previous 14 games. Everything is up ever since those guys went down. Now, Grady Jarrett is not coming back, but David Onyemata hopefully will come back for a revenge game against the Saints. And let me just say this. Without Grady Jarrett, I truthfully believe that David Onyemata is the most important person 
on this Atlanta defense. He might not be the most valuable player, but he's the most important player. Because without David Onyemata, this run defense has absolutely no pull, no push, nothing whatsoever. And that's put more stress, more stress on the linebackers. And all of a sudden, the DBs have to have one eye in the backfield looking for a run play while also trying to cover wide receivers. David Onyemata is absolutely critical to Atlanta's success defensively the rest of the season without Grady Jarrett there. It just add more to, adds more to everyone's plate. And Onyemata being the next best defensive lineman, he has to step up. But in order to step up, he has to be available. So getting Onyemata back is absolutely crucial for Atlanta's defensive turnaround, which hopefully will spark or get a spark here on Sunday against Derek Carr and the Saints. Now, speaking of the Saints, let's look at these two teams head-to-head just as we get our beak wet for this Sunday's matchup. Atlanta's defense allowing 21.7 points per game, just about the same number as Saints' offense this year. Yards per game, pretty similar. I mean, across the board, these two teams are not very far off. Statistically, the only difference is one club is 4-6, and six, the other one is 5-5. Five and five. But a win for Atlanta on Sunday will get them to 5-6, and six, and the Saints will beat 5-6, and six, and Atlanta would jump to first in the NFC South. That's how A, bad of a division it is, but also B, how close of a division it is. So who you got this week? We're going to talk about this game all week leading up to it, but let me know, Falcons or Saints? Give me ATL in the comment section if you are rolling with the Dirty Birds. That's going to do it for us on this edition of Falcons today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed our content, make sure to subscribe, like the video, all that YouTube cliche stuff, and we'll see you later. Thank you.